Hey, what's up, builders? It's me again, your host, Kay Antoinette. And on this episode, I want to talk about transitions. And uh, the fact that I am in a transition, I've talked to other people in my conversations, um, and they seem to be going through their own life transitions, whether it be major transitions, the thought of, you know, doing something different, or even in the small ways. Um, So, I said that this will be a two-part. This first one, we're going to be talking about transitioning, what that experience is like. Um, I'm going to read off one of my old blog posts about transitions. And then we're also going to talk about how that plays out with our mental health, at least with how it's been playing out with my (laughs) mental health. So if you are interested in this topic, make sure that you like, share, subscribe, and uh, we're going to get into it. So first things first, uh, like I said, it's always interesting topics that I kind of choose. Whenever I'm pondering something or I'm thinking I want to discuss it on the podcast, I usually am presented with those same topics in conversations and not necessarily that I bring them up because I do ask questions, but it's kind of a confirmation whenever I get involved with other people and they are automatically going through the same thing that I'm attempting to speak on. And it happens organically where I just am able to see and hear their experience with the topic. So that's exactly what has been happening with this whole transition, uh, you know, subject in the fact that many of the people I've been around lately have been talking about this feeling that change is happening, that they are craving change. And so I want to start there and just discuss that usually the hallmark feeling across the board, whether I notice it in myself, in my life, or in the conversations with other people, is this feeling of of unsettling. Like you don't want to be doing what you have been doing up to that point. Like, so for example, like, you have this feeling like you need change and you can't put your finger on it. Sometimes, a lot of times, nothing is really wrong, right? Everything is pretty satisfactory in your life. And yet you're just like, I need change. To me, that is the hallmark of the beginning stages of a transition. Whenever I look back on my experiences, it's definitely those moments where I start to get uncomfortable and I start to feel like, okay, I need something different and I might not be able to articulate what that different is. Um, At this point in my life, I've gotten better, way better at articulating it, you know, sitting with myself and kind of figure out what I want and what I need. But when I was younger and going through, you know, smaller transitions that were major at the time, it would often feel like, okay, I'm not satisfied here. Um, Nothing's explicitly wrong with this job I'm working, but I just don't think I'm supposed to be here. 
not going too far in it. I, like I said, I did write a blog post about this uh, oof, two years ago. Y'all, I can't believe I've been doing some of this stuff for as long as I've been doing it. But I think it was about, about two years ago. And so I call my transition, my transition, the pool. And um, I call the blog post chasing the pool. And I'm just going to read it off. And then we're going to discuss some parts of it and get into the piece about our mental health during this time. So just stick with me on that. Have you ever gone to a job where the pay in the relationship with the coworkers are good, the benefits and time off are plentiful? You even have a boss who adores you, but as you drift off in your mid-afternoon daydream, all you feel is this incredible sense that you're not supposed to be there. Questions like, why am I here? Can I really do this for the next 20 years? And I love this job, but it's not really me. No matter how much coffee you drink, or how much personal news you share with your coworkers, you know there's something better out there for you. Something that's just your right size and right fit. To me, that feeling is the pull. Your purpose is pulling you toward it, but the catch is, it's up to you whether you actually chase after it or not. Chasing the pull is not like chasing a dream. It's different. The pool is intangible, invisible, and sometimes, often, incredibly frustrating. This is how I like to think about it. Imagine an invisible rope being lassoed around you. At moments in your life, that rope is slack, and you're able to maneuver around and enjoy your day-to-day. In seasons of transition, the rope is taunt. It pulls you out of your complacency and makes you uncomfortable. It tugs on you to leave where you were to follow something you can't even see and have only begun to understand. That's the pull. Some people are born knowing knowing their purpose. Others are in tune to the pull but have yet to fully understand their purpose. And then there are others who ignore it. So these are the people I like to think about like, they have these desires. They know that the, that their life is meant for more, and yet they they keep continuously make the safe choices. They choose not to take the risk. They don't want to be uncomfortable, so they stay in a town that isn't satisfying for them or fulfilling for them. They stay in a relationship that they know is not what they really want or deserve or need because of that comfort and because of that fear of going out after something different, even though their spirit is being pulled out of it. They're not even really present in the relationship no more. They're not even enjoying the town anymore. They're not even really functioning in their job anymore. They stay. Which one are you? Chasing the pool doesn't always look the same across the board. There are many methods to the, to its madness. Chasing my pool at that time, because like I said, I got better at this. <laughs> Chasing my pool looks a lot like me job hopping. But really, it's me picking up skills that will be used later as a great foundation in the next job and ultimately the job that I really want. I discovered a while ago I needed to trust this method and all this madness as each new job or opportunity has utilized something from, from the previous one. 
Each time I transition after the pool into a new field or a career, I begin to get a clearer image of what my purpose is. Listen, my image is very clear at this point, and I have decided that I'm not going to let anything distract me because <laughs> I've been one of those people that has been staying in things that have not been the right fit, not been satisfying, not been fulfilling because I wanted to delay it. I felt like I wasn't ready to go after full speed, my hopes, my desires, my dreams. But yeah, I'm just going to follow that pool because what you realize is when you stay you're not fulfilled. And what's the purpose of you going through life and not really being happy? Sometimes we get complacent and forget we have a specific purpose meant for us in our pursuit of immediate money or satisfaction or comfort or whatever. However, often in that complacency, we begin to get this nagging feeling of not belonging. You know, I like good metaphors. So let's start with this. Imagine you're a horse. <laughs> if it helps, you can imagine you're a white unicorn for all I care, but just, just follow me on this, okay? You're grazing in a field near murky water, and your passenger starts tugging on the reins to get you to travel up the ridge to the other side. All you know is that you like grazing in the grass, and even though the water at the pond is murky, you're glad you have it. You're tired, you're chilling, and you are in no mood to give up the certainty of food and water. What you don't know is that the passenger is trying to lead you to greener grass and clearer waters. So you can either resist the pull on your reins or give in and follow its direction. But it's up to you to choose wisely. And I think a lot of times when we think about, you know, this ideal of purpose, um, for me, it wasn't this immediate thing because I wasn't self-aware yet. I wasn't picking up the signs in my life about what I was supposed to do with my life, what I was supposed to do with my gifts or my energy. I didn't even realize I was gifted in some areas. Um, and all the signs were there. <laughs> all my life, um, everything has been, been been pointing to me being a counselor, to me being in the business of wellness. And me, you know, having certain uh, career fields or accolades, it's been there. The signs have been there. But you don't know how to read signs if you don't even know how to read yourself. And so for a lot of this journey to me understanding what my purpose is, I had, it was gradual. So with each transition, the vision getting a little bit more clear, me following the pool just a little bit, me uh, knowing that it's something on the other side, but not knowing exactly what it is. But as I keep going and keep following this, this feeling of discomfort, this feeling of change, it gets a little bit more pronounced who I am, who I was always going to be and what my purpose is. And so I just wanted to put that into perspective for a lot of people thinking that chasing the pool means you automatically know, because sometimes you don't. Sometimes it takes a while for that picture to get clearer. Sometimes it will just start off as like a blur. It'll start off as a feeling like, I might not know exactly what I want to do, 
I just know that I don't think I'm supposed to be doing this. <laughs> Sometimes it'll feel like that. It'll feel like incompatibility. And that's something I talk about on the don't settle or the unsettled uh, episode is about, you know, listening to those inner voices you have and those inner emotions that let you know, like when something is the right fit and when it's not. And a lot of times we'll, I, I talk about being uncomfortable a lot. Uh, a lot because I do feel like that's where a lot of the growth is we run from that we want to be comfortable like nobody want to struggle all their life and I completely understand that because baby I'm trying to get to a point where I don't have to feel like some of this some days most days (laughs) but the truth about it is you have to become self-aware enough to know the difference between being uncomfortable for your benefit and being uncomfortable because something isn't compatible with who you are, what you're meant for, and your goals in life. And so that's your task. You know, we do have tasks in this life, um, things that we are responsible for to get better and to get closer to what God has for us and to unlock all of the gifts that are placed on our life force. I've been doing, I do a lot of self-reflection, but again, as you become more self-aware, the things that you hadn't been seeing, it kind of, kind of falls on you all at once. (laughs) And you realize that the picture is a lot bigger than what you thought it was. As As with anything, we must incorporate the realities of life into chasing the pool. And a lot of times those realities will look like bills, obligations, responsibilities. If we're not careful and we don't know balance, we will allow those things to to kind of flood our vision. You can do both. It's possible. It's that same kind of conversation we have about creatives and whether you should ditch the nine to five to pour into your dream completely. Sometimes your nine to five or whatever traditional work you do or Whatever it is, it's helping you fuel that vision, that purpose. So you just have to figure out what's going to be best so that you can go on your pursuits of your purpose. And sometimes it's going going to look different person to person, but you just got to do that work to figure out what that best, what that best pursuit is going to look like. Yeah. Knowing what's best for you in your life and situation is essential. On the other side of following the pool, it can look like slacking off to some people. I know when I was younger and I was going through transitions and I didn't have the language to to describe it to other people. I didn't have, you know, uh, mentors to kind of guide me through it. It looked like job hopping. <laughs> and the only thing I knew was I'm uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to be here. I would change jobs every three months or so because I was just like, you know, I thought that this was going to be a good fit and it's not. And it's no apologies for that. I've had like 10 or 11 jobs in my lifetime. (laughs) And each job taught me something different about myself. And it also helped me build up life skills that hey, you can advocate for yourself if this job wants more, but they're not paying enough, then, you know, having those life skills and taking all of that experience, all of that knowledge that I've gained, reintroducing it to 
my pursuit of my purpose. So it's all working in for my good. (laughs) Be cognizant that it looks different for a lot of people and others on the outside of your journey will not fully understand it. And it's not your job to explain it to them. Like I said before on the other episode, you can have a conversation with people, but constantly having to explain what your journey is, what your purpose is, is not for you to sit there and map out for someone else. Because some people just, they're not going to get it (laughs) and it's not for them to get it. But you know what? People will get it when they see it. So they might not understand the journey, but the results are real. Keep that in mind. Sometimes it'll look like changing majors multiple times. So if you're somebody in school and I hear this with a lot of people, they're just like, I have so many things I'm interested in. I have so many things that I'm good at. And we live in a society that has taught us over and over again. You choose one thing, you go after it, you work it 20 years, and that's that. But why would you, if you're a multifaceted person, Why would you choose between pieces of yourself? Shout out to CL. He said something really profound. um, One of the episodes I appeared on the the Relationship Status Podcast. And he he said, why would I try to do 10 things really well when I can do three or four things really well? And I love that because it's still saying like, you know, what is that saying? Master of none or a jack of all trades is a master of none. But a master of none is better than a master of one or something like that. I would rather, you know, explore myself and allow myself to uh, really just be every part of who I am. That don't mean I want to go out there and do a hundred different things. But if I'm interested, really, really interested in two, three different things, who said I had to choose? Because choosing would be choosing between parts of myself. When we transition, a lot of times we feel it's hard because we are stuck in this mindset that we're supposed to be satisfied. We're supposed to, we're supposed to, you know, be okay with where we are because where we are is, you know, is good enough. And sometimes it's not good enough. Sometimes you want more and that's okay because that more is a part of you. I know I said that kind of weird, but I hope it hit somewhere like Whenever we think about transitioning, I think about I'm chasing myself. There is something in this moment that isn't fulfilling for me. So whenever I choose to chase after my pool, whenever I go into a transition, I'm going towards myself. I'm going towards my fulfilled self. Along the way, that might mean me going into different areas that speak to different parts of who I am. And at the end of that, I might end up doing two or three different things really well because those two or three different things make up who I am and what I what I'm interested in so while I might one day be not might I will one day be a therapist a counselor I will also be a massage therapist and I'm still going to be in the military and it's wildly you know very vastly different industries on some levels but Hey, it all works because it's all me. And so when we chase after this pool, when we go into our transitions, a lot of times it's hard because we're having to break these mindsets that told us that we're supposed to be okay with what we have and that wanting more isn't humble. 
right? We want to humble ourselves so much. We want to humble the people around us so much. Like, why you ain't satisfied? Well, because I don't feel like my full authentic self. And I would rather go out there and try to be more fulfilled. And that's okay. So <laughs> sometimes it looks like changing changing majors multiple times. It looks like applying to different jobs with vastly different industries. It looks like moving cities every few years or even switching relationships often. It's the chase of the pull. But the real question is, what's pulling you? So after all of this in your transition, your task is to figure out what's on the end of that. You can't know that unless you decide to follow because you're going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> you're going to be uncomfortable if you stay. You're going to be uncomfortable whether you pursue. So you might, as well gonna, you might as well go ahead and do what's going to be the most beneficial for you, which is to go after yourself. That was me actually talking through the, the, the blog post as I read it. Um, you, can file, you can find that. Um, it's called Chasing the Pool. And I actually uh, have a, a second part to that uh, with another awesome blogger um, that we collaborated on and and kind of asked each other questions and talked about our transitions. So that was a really awesome experience. But you can find both of those um, on letspillfutures.com. It is a great post. A lot of times I go back and read these things and it, it helps me in the in the moment that I'm in. Thank God for wisdom that even though I wasn't self-aware, I was a little bit wise. <laughs> So I can help my future self, which is me right now in the present, you know, uh, I can read what old me wrote and still be inspired by those words. So speaking of transitions, I want to transition into talk about how you do this while dealing with your mental health. So <laughs> right now I am in a full-blown transition. And when I say full-blown, I mean full-blown. That means I am changing careers. It's, it's complicated. <laughs> I'm changing careers, but not really. Like I'm changing what I'm going to be doing every single day, but I'm not letting go of my career. So not to talk in puzzles, you guys should know by now, like I'm military and uh, I've been in the full-time role. I'm choosing not to stay in the full-time role just because I don't think it's compatible on that level for me anymore in my mental health. Um, while I do love what I do and I do love being macho because it's a very real part of who I am. I'm very much about expressing myself and asserting myself and leaning into my masculine energy. A lot of the work I've done in the years just showed me that there's so much more to me than being strong all the time. And that was one of the appeals I had with the military is that it was this armor that I was using to, you know, present myself to the world. As I get older and wiser and better and healed, I'm realizing that I don't want to wear the armor all the time. That it's actually to my detriment to present myself as strong and capable every single day, all the time. And also the way my brain works, I have to kind of stuff myself down to fit in some of these roles. So it, it's not like I don't perform well because I do, but it just feels like I can't be who I, I naturally am. And that's kind of how you know when things at least when you're thinking about a job with shit, actually, when you're thinking about anything, if, if you feel like you have to stuff yourself down, bottle yourself up, whatever, you know, it's incompatible and, and that you might need to look into something different. 
my goal in life is to wake up every day and feel like myself. And what I mean is when you're dealing with incompatible things, you feel stuffed down, bottled up, caged, unable to be you. And I want to task myself with curating a life that allows me to be exactly who I am. So I wake up and I'm me and I can go be me out in the world. And I don't have a job that's telling me I got to bottle myself up or keep myself back. Or I don't have a relationship that's telling me that I can't express myself or be who I am. Or I, I don't have friendships where I have to hide this part of myself or I can only hang out with this friend and, and on this occasion because I can't really show them when I cry. So I can only hang out with this friend if I'm drinking. And you get what I'm saying? Because I know that hit y'all. <laughs> I I want to curate a life that allows me to be me. That doesn't mean I'm going to be comfortable every day, but it means that discomfort won't be my default and that feeling like I have to put on armor when I leave my house won't be a daily thing because honestly, that's what I do now. That's why I love my home so much because it's my safe haven. It's the one place that I can be who I am without anybody, you know, telling me that I need to be more of this or less of that. And of course, we know the society we live in is whatever, whatever, you know, that's what it gives us is that we not good enough. We got to be more. We got to be less, whatever. We know that. But we can be intentional with what we allow in our lives, around our lives and how we go out into the world. Like if you're going out into a job and it makes you feel like you can't really lean into who you are because it's not aligned with your purpose. It's not aligned with your desires or what you want and what you see for yourself. Then start looking for that exit strategy. That don't mean, you know, transitions aren't immediate. Sometimes you have to plan how you're going to transition out of some shit. And that's perfectly fine too. I just think that we normalize being stagnant and being uncomfortable in the wrong type of ways a lot because that's what we've seen. That's what we experience in our families, especially for those of us who are challenging a lot of shit that's been normalized, a lot of shit that's been normalized. Transitions for trailblazers come often. Let me tell you, as a first gen, as a trailblazer, and y'all know what I mean when I say trailblazer, that means you the first to do it. That means, you know, it's a little bit different from a first gen because, you know, some people have other, you know, parents that went and and did, you know, college and, and did, you know, business and that's great. But a trailblazer means you challenging some shit. And so those transitions are meant to challenge you get you prepared because when you when you start on this path towards your fulfillment which is to me what transitions are when you transition properly because there is wrong ways to do it and I'll briefly touch on that when you transition properly you're going to need certain skill sets and tools because you're going to be met with a lot of things whether it be mentally emotionally that are going to be difficult for you because you are challenging the unknown. 
you don't have a mentor, you don't have a guide, you don't, you've never seen it before. You are literally paving the way for the generations behind you. What was I going with that? Mental health. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, this is, it's weird that I'm talking. I'm talking to myself. I think I'm good with that because I talk to myself so much, but I'm t- I have to realize I'm talking to y'all and I don't have a set outline like I usually do or another person that helps me transition and so I'm trying to make sure this is as smooth as possible so tell me how you think I've done (laughs) all things lbf at gmail.com let me know or leave a comment under uh lbf podcast on your streaming platforms but with that being said it can take a toll on your mental health simply because it is a lot to handle you're kind of you're challenging yourself um the transition itself is going to be a lot of change, a lot of discomfort. And for me, um, I'm changing out of, you know, this job and pursuing the thing that I feel like will be fulfillment for me. I'm going back to school. I'm changing units. I am, you know, newly single. Um, I'm changing my location. I'm moving. Um, And in in all of this, I'm still responsible for training and job, you know, bills, um, showing up for friendships and everything else. So I got to a point where I got so overwhelmed with everything. Like everything was just at once, just I lost my anchor. You know, I lost my structure, which for me was very important because sometimes even though the structure might not be working for your best interest, it's still structure. And for me, I lost everything, not lost it, but it kind of everything just ended around the same time. And God know what he'd be doing, (laughs) you know, um, everything ended around the same time and I had no choice but to sit with myself And, and in that sitting with myself flared up my anxiety and depression. And so I decided, you know, I was like, you know, it's time for me to start back up my counseling sessions. And I knew it was bad. But when she actually said, she was like, you're dealing with, you know, she did a little questionnaire so she can tell where I was and diagnose me. And she was like, you got severe anxiety and depression, you know, and she was like, but we can work on this and it's treatable. You know, and me being a smarty pants, I'd be knowing the answer. Sometimes you just got to have an outside party to kind of walk you through it and to guide you through it and tell you to kind of validate your experience for you. But for me, what I realized in that season of, of this season of transition is I had been depressed for a while. And because I was so good at showing up every day for my job, for other people, because I was so good at performing in that structure that was there because I was so good at putting that mask on I hid for myself I had hid for myself and I didn't admit that I wasn't happy with what I was doing with life I was satisfied with it but I wasn't fulfilled and for me fulfillment is you know the purpose of life like love fulfillment going after yourself going after your purpose is everything and I had just been doing what I needed to do to get by doing what I needed to do to pay bills doing what I needed to do to 
not having an argument, so not advocating for myself, uh, doing what I needed to do to to just exist. But that's not living. It took me getting to a space of this major transition to realize I had done a lot of settling in my life. And so if all the things I had been praying for was going to happen for me, I needed to let go of other things. I needed to make different choices. <laughs> and that, you know, kind of is how the transition comes about is when you decide that you don't want to settle anymore. But that doesn't make it any easier for you to make those decisions. It doesn't make it any better that you know sometimes <laughs> that you are aware. Self-awareness helps you, but it also just, it doesn't necessarily make things easier. I I really am in a space now. I'm better now. I think I took my assessment um, a week or so ago and she was like, all right, we're down to mild. So I'm good, y'all. <laughs> I, um, and during this time, I, I did write a blog post like, oh, fuck, I'm depressed when you kind of come to that realization in yourself. And a lot of people reached out to me and told me about how, you know, they had been dealing with their own depression. And it was good to hear someone talk about it because it's really something we don't talk about. We kind of shame ourselves and others for getting into a space where they are extremely unfulfilled and extremely sad especially in the Black community, and we just need to be better at talking about mental health. When we think about transitions and I think about how mental health plays a part in the, into that, sometimes you got to be broken down to to get built back up. We say that a lot, but it's true. Had I not gotten to that point of, oh shit, oh fuck, I'm depressed. <laughs> like I would be going through my transition I wouldn't have been fixing the core of some of those things, right? So some of the, the decisions I had made prior when it got fixed, if I hadn't got down to the root cause of my emotions and why I do some of the things I do, why I had been accepting some of the things that were not meant for me or accepting less or settling. Because like I said, it is a right and a wrong right to transition, I think transitions happen regardless. People transition all the time. It's elevating, it's glow up, whatever you want to call it. But it's up to us how far we take it. So you can get on the other side of a transition and you think you're done just because you're tired, you're exhausted. Your mental health took a hit, you didn't take care of it. And you transition. And instead of you keep, you continue to go, move forward, you just stay on the other side of that transition. It's another, you're stagnant again. And so now you got to have another transition two, three years up the road. And it's just continuous. It's, <laughs> this is like my third transition within like 10 years. I think we all have major transitions. You transition from, you know, being a young adult until adulthood. Then you realize that you really weren't an adult when you become an adult. So that's another transition. <laughs> and then, you know, it, it's, it's a lot there. But in my transitions, I realized I didn't really transition fully. Because I didn't commit to transitioning. Kind of did it begrudgingly. I did it because, shit, I ain't got no choice but to level up. I ain't got no choice but to elevate, you know? Um, and on the other side of that, I would just be like, okay, well, I'm just happy the transition is over because that shit was hard. It was hard on my mental health. It was hard financially. It was hard all around. And I'm just glad to be on the other side of it. So I'm going to just sit down and take a break. I'm going to just be satisfied where I'm at. But satisfied is not fulfilled. And so I stopped. 
And then when I got uncomfortable again, I'm sitting here confused like, damn, I thought this, I thought getting on the other side of this transition was going to make me happy. But who said you were supposed to stop? Just because you transition and you level up don't mean that the journey ends. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about how the fact that when you get on the other side, you're supposed to keep going. And so when you don't, of course, you then got stagnant again. Of course, you're unhappy because you didn't keep going after what you said you wanted. You You decided to settle for good enough and not great, not magnificent, not fulfilled. Um, I think that's all I got right now. <laughs> I feel like I've been preaching. But honestly, y'all, this is how I talk to myself. So if you've been around LBF podcast, you kind of know that it's been a while since I've done solo episodes. So yeah, I I think this one came out well. I really want y'all to sit with these thoughts. And if you are in a transition, I am sending you so much love <laughs> right now because I get it. I understand. It is a exhilarating, terrifying experience whenever you are leaving comfort for something else. And I say that as someone who understands that even though a comfort zone doesn't necessarily mean it's good for you, it's still a comfort zone. Sometimes being like even even a box even if you feel like oh man this ain't working it's still familiar it's still comfortable and leaving those things for a possibility for for sometimes loneliness you know not even just talking about singleness but whenever we're going through a transition especially if we're going through a major transition like the one I'm in Sometimes it can be extremely lonely. Now, I've been blessed with a best friend and she's going through a major transition too. So (laughs) we here with it. You know, we've been getting each other through and it's been amazing to have someone to kind of understand on a different kind of spiritual level what's happening because that's what it all is. It's it's a spiritual thing. When whenever you get uncomfortable in whatever situation you in. It hits your spirit, and that's how you know you're supposed to move. And that's how you know that you're supposed to chase that pull. Whatever is pulling you is pulling at your spirit. And whenever you have someone who can get it without you having to articulate it, it's a wonderful thing. But when you don't have that, because I've been there when I didn't have it. When you don't have someone who can understand, it's a lot. And so please, 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 throughout this this time, it is imperative for you, for all of us, to check in with our mental health, to not shame ourselves for how we're feeling, because even good change can spur anxiety. That's another thing, too. Let's say you're moving to a different, you decide, you know what, I'm done with this raggedy ass town. I want to move to a city. And you're excited. And then out of nowhere, you get real anxious and you get scared and you get those those heart palpitations and that feeling in your stomach. It's just like, oh, shit, where did this come from? Now you're stressed. Now you're feeling uncomfortable. That is perfectly normal. Even with the best of change comes, you know, an emotional response. But just keep it in check. Ask yourself, why am I feeling anxious? This is 
because it's a big decision. I'm having to do this by myself. I've never seen it done. Okay, slow down. We'll, and I think for me, this is how I kind of put things in perspective as well. I ask myself whenever I'm going through a major change and transition, will where I am fulfill me? Because what's our alternative, right? Staying here. <laughs> That's my other choice. You, We all got a choice. And we all have a choice. But when it comes down to choosing to go or stay, if I stay, will I be happy? Will I be satisfied and fulfilled? Will I, will I be aligned with my purpose? If the answer is no, then the answer is no. So if you stay, you know what you got. If you leave, you know that it's a possibility for you to have so much more. So that's it. <laughs> that is it. Um, I thought I had more, but I don't. So you guys know you can follow me on Instagram at Antoinette underscore the blogger. And you can follow the Let's Build Futures page at let's underscore build underscore futures. You can also visit letsbuildfutures.com for this blog post and so much more. I also try to uh, put another one I wrote about transitioning and not settling up there pretty soon for you to read. Make sure you visit YouTube and look at all the awesome visuals I have up there, all the guests. Make sure you follow these guests because they have been amazing lately. I have just did a uh, creating space with uh, a Black woman chef who has been doing her thing out here. Make sure you check that out. Uh, that comes out Friday. <laughs> and yeah, I'm forgetting something. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Like, And please have this conversation with yourself. Have this conversation with a family member. Have this conversation with a friend. Just, just talk about it. Talk about your transitions. Think about the ones that you have, even if you're not in one. Think about what you learned from your transitions, what you experienced. What were your emotions like? You know, check in with yourself. Check in with your friends. And until next time, it's been real. Bye.